Microphone check, one, two, what is this? It's the five foot seven assassin in the podcast business. I am your host, Rohan Patra, the rap music plug at your service. Here we are again at the end of the When I told Bessie Begins, Elucid and Joy James paint a picture that sparks my mind to explore this idea of what the powerful in this world do to regular people on a daily, making you focus on being productive when your mind, a mind that wants to be creative and follow its passion, is naturally somewhere else, where you're basically just this android of economic production and consumption every single day while your mind is mush, it's deactivated. Your spirit is on survival mode where it neglects the sadness you're experiencing and the creative urges you can't act upon because it's just trying to make sure you're alive to see the next day in this twisted world we all live in. This is where Elucid takes me in just the first 50 seconds of this album where his words burrow so deeply into my psyche and never leave for the remaining 39 minutes. I Told Bessie is an absolute trip. The Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV is the remedy to the I don't have anything good to listen to problem. Through in-depth album and song reviews, as well as artist interviews and general rap commentary sprinkled in between on all of what the mainstream and underground rap scenes have to offer, this is your one-stop shop to knowing what to add to your queue, play next, or pop into your record player. Welcome to the show. Elucid, one half of Arm & Hammer and flagship member of the Backwood Studios label, has returned with his first proper Backwood solo album since 2016's Save Yourself, a remarkably experimental and impressive record that I found to be amazing, but has slipped under the radar due to Elucid's profile not nearly being as large at that point than it is right now. And that's a relevant point because it's really clear to me that although people generally have been throwing mad praise towards Arm & Hammer through their recent run of incredible critical and commercial success, Elucid gets discounted or put down in a way that I can only, and I know I don't want to make this direct comparison, but I can only really compare in dynamic to Outkast and the way that people talk about Big Boy. They always act like Andre 3000 was this unbelievable magician of an artist, which he is, and that Big Boy was just pretty good. Like, I know that's not literally what everybody thinks, but that is becoming a bit of this weird, prevailing, false narrative that's getting rewritten about Outkast and their respective skill levels, if you will. And I hear that with Elucid and Wood so much so that it just it made it into this review because it really bothers me. And it colors kind of the context for this latest album's release, I Told Bessie, because I really feel like this was a big moment for Elucid. The stock of Arm & Hammer and the Backwoods name has risen exponentially in recent years. 
Something listeners of this show would be keenly aware of through my various interviews and reviews related to backwoods artistry, this latest album from Lucid really presented a very big opportunity for him to solidify his perch in rap lore as one of the best artists of this generation with an album that amazes when the spotlight is at its brightest. Because as I mentioned before, I think Save Yourself is terrific, but it was released at a time when Elucid didn't have the momentum that he has now that has been building up until this point of the I Told Bessie release. Elucid also named this album after his late grandmother, Bessie, who he was close to, who heard all of his raps, or as he put it in a recent interview, the spells that he casts. Needless to say, with the spotlight being on Elucid and the naming of this album behind such an important figure in Elucid's life, this album was not only a big moment for Elucid, but really, I think this is one of the most important moments in hip-hop all year. So the question is, did he follow through on such weighty expectations and cash in on his chance in the spotlight? Let's find out. As a lyricist, what defines a Lucid's performance on I Told Bessie is his masterful command of words and cadence. His raps resonate like chants or mantras that he repeats not only to powerful poetic effect, but also incredibly ear-grabbing catchy effect too. If you're seeking understanding, you should jam this where you are. Just got to heaven and I can't sit down. These are just a couple from spelling. Or the hooks on Old Magic and Bunny Chow. We're just in the first few tracks on the album now. There are so many moments on this album that are so damn catchy, but also mean so much and are very impactful in the substance as well. It feels like Elucid's verses are comprised of couplets that simultaneously coalesce with the rest of the verse, but could also be pulled out and used as a statement hook for the song. It's so rare to have an album that is so catchy that just so happens to also be so forward-thinking as well. The impact of so many lyrics on I Told Bessie never cease to amaze me. On Impasse, Elucid raps, there'd be no blues if I was blameless. This is the realest bar. He acknowledges that we ourselves are often to blame or bear some degree of culpability for some of the unfortunate developments in our lives. This bar condenses so much impact into just eight words, and this is a trend that permeates the entire record. There are countless instances on this album where Elucid delivers these incredibly poignant, but also incredibly concise nuggets of wisdom in such poetic ways. The most touching moment for me was the vulnerable, soul-bearing split tongue, where a lucid rap so somberly, talking to myself and not listening, who cares what the picture thinks, words mean things but don't have to. Like, lines like this, man. I could go on and on about these bars or so many others for that matter. The point being though that Elucid 
gives us the most meaty verses of his entire career, balancing the abstract that he's always been known for with tangible concepts in such a way that allows me to consistently pull real coherent ideas from these songs. There's a skill to be able to translate such complex concepts that are delivered in such a left field way into ideas I as the listener can actually understand fully. Which is why I honestly feel like folks who listen to Lucid and think he's not saying anything or he's rapping in riddles or something like that, they're just not listening close enough. He reminds me a lot of a rapper that I've interviewed on this show and that I never lose an opportunity to big up, and that's Kinsey Babyface Perlis, a dope, dope, dope Haitian rapper who raps a lot about Haitian voodoo and generally concepts that are very spiritual and abstract. And he's one of those elite and genius-type artists, as well as an elucid, who can synthesize and communicate and speak in such weird, unconventional ways, but I actually, as the listener, can can understand it and be like, wow, that really resonates. That really connects to my life, or I can really understand the, how that connects to his life. It's not just cool vocabulary or flowery language, and if it was, that's fine too, but I think it's another thing entirely when you can dazzle in the pure aesthetics or the approach to lyricism and also really impact me based on the substance of what those words all mean as well. And Elucid does that time and time again on I Told Bessie. These impressive lyrics from Elucid keenly distill a variety of political and socially conscious ideas in a way that is entirely his own. Since these real world concepts are soaked in spirituality, feeling completely immersed with the divine, that his rhymes feel one in the same with scripture. The celestial nature of his lyricism has never been so fundamentally intertwined with a lucid as a performer as it is on I Told Bessie. It's absolutely brilliant and positions a lucid as a one-of-a-kind performer that this genre has never seen before. Elucid's firm grasp over subject matter and lyrical approach allows him to inject a lot of fun and personality into his raps with a certain degree of malleability that is so well executed. For example, something that has been a theme prior in his career, or at least like a common occurrence, but really comes through very clearly on this album, is Elucid's lyricism that is both sexual and abstract at the same time. It's very odd, but when you really listen closely to a lot of his his verses, both as Arm and Hammer and as a solo artist and as a feature, this is very common. It leads to verses like the back half of verse two on Smile Lines that sees Elucid depict sexual imagery in such a strange but dope way. It's just weird. The way Elucid touches on sexuality in his music generally is notable because it showcases that if the bars are well written, you can actually be quite vulgar and it can work. And surely more simplistic 
and blatant vulgarity with sexual topics can work too in music, but it needs to be done with a certain level of self-awareness and genuine humor. That's when artists like $2 Will or Danny Brown come in and do that sort of thing really well. And that's also where an artist like Drake, whose hubris is often taking himself way too seriously, sounds really gross and weird when he gets very overtly vulgar sexually on his latest Honestly Nevermind album, since it lacks that degree of levity and it just comes off very icky. Apart from the amazing lyricism, the style that Elucid brings alongside these rhymes brings I Told Bessie to another level of magic. He found his stride to the most fully realized degree so far in his illustrious career. As I remarked in my review of Haram, a personal classic to me, the one albeit very minor criticism I had for Elucid on that album was that his performance sometimes got too airy and a bit too abstract for my tastes, where I found myself wanting just a bit more punch and immediacy on a couple of those Haram joints. I truly appreciate the slightly more abstract, spaced out aura around Elucid's raps that have been more prevalent in the past couple of years, but I was interested to see if Elucid could marry that kind of vibe with the more immediate punch-you-in-the-face energy that we got on albums like Paraffin. And I am pleased to report that he did just that on I Told Bessie and more. I used to think Elucid's best performance was to be found on Paraffin or Save Yourself, but that is no more. The pockets Elucid sinks into on this album just blow me the hell away. They mesmerize in style and confidence, bringing the more grounded, straightforward flow of paraffin, but now combining it with this magical, spellbound lyricism and sometimes spoken word-esque flow that he has so carefully refined over recent years, which all combine to make I Told Bessie his most powerful display of emceeing yet. Bunny Chow is the perfect encapsulation of this concept with Elucid, showing how incredible his timing and cadence is on this album. It's just surreal how Elucid rides these beats, switches up his flows, patterns, his rhymes, and uses his powerful voice to emphasize certain parts of a line to such great effect. All of these things have been great strengths for Lucid historically, but again, as is the main theme of this entire review really, Lucid just hasn't been this goddamn nice with it until now. His flows and energy on this record are just so engaging and impress me to no end. And even when the rapping is sparse, the use of pauses, repetition, negative space in these songs create a beautifully balanced sense of tension throughout the album. This push and pull momentum propels I Told Bessie from beginning to end, where the energy from its anchoring star never seems to get stale because the energy is always masterfully varied in a way that keeps me captivated at all times. It's not 
always aggressive, where it's not always spaced out and just in the clouds. It finds a perfect balance. Take Guy R. Brewer, for example, where Elucid rides that beat with minimal rapping and really just lets the beat breathe. And I feel he makes this choice because he was just so in tune with what that moment in the album truly needed, which was not a lyric-heavy onslaught to end the album. Instead, what we got and what I think capped off the album very appropriately was this calming come-down of a song after a very cerebral and spiritually moving previous 37 minutes. Moving now to how I Told Bessie sounds instrumentally, an Elucid album, generally speaking, pushes the boundaries of normal hip-hop convention, whether it's Elucid himself crafting the beats or it's someone else, his ear is typically positioned firmly to the left. But on I Told Bessie, I think his ear for sound went to another level, because the way these instrumentals all play off of one another is just a thing of beauty. The general tone of this album is psychedelic in tone with a strong but not overpowering rhythm section that gives this album a great sense of groove. But from top to bottom, these beats transport me to many fruitful places, giving me so many musical flavors to choose from. Spelling feels like a triumphant, spiritual, low-key, funky seance. Impasse and Ghouli are intricately methodical and contemplative. Jumanji and Smile Lines are rowdy and exhilaratingly aggressive. Mangosteen is dizzyingly mesmerizing. Split Tongue and Giar Brewer are just breathtakingly soulful. And then finally, there are flavors on this album that I literally can't even explain. Like the Bunny Chow instrumental that feels like a mutated blend of dub, hip-hop, and psychedelia. Seb Bash made one of the most genius beats you'll hear all year. It makes no sense, but it's absolutely killer. As I remarked at the beginning of this review, this was a Lucid's moment to cement his legacy where the spotlight was firmly beamed on him as a solo performer. That being said, the Backwoods Machine is still present on I Told Bessie and powers this album to even greater heights. As is usually the case with major Backwoods releases, Willie Green is on the mixing boards once again, and goddamn, he really mixed I Told Bessie in such a great, great way, making it so nicely warm, proving his genius for the upteenth time. It's really rare to hear any grading high-end on this album. Instead, every sound is sanded a bit to remove the sharp edges, where the edge of the percussion on a bunny chow is still certainly present, but is dull just a bit to fit into this overall warm glove that is this album's sound. Green gave this album a gentle texture that complements this style of psychedelic production so perfectly. As for the Backwoods founder Billy Woods, he shows up many times on this album and sprinkles some genius onto this record with perfect compliments to what Elucid already cooked up. His entrance on Sardonyx was classic sly and funny woods where he raps muff diving no snorkel, which is just hilarious. But 
I found his appearance on No Strand to be particularly awe-inducing, as he speaks on the concept of lying with such an eerie lens personifying the idea of lying in a very entrancing way. Now, if I had to point out one super minor thing that I didn't fully love about this album, it was the inclusion of that song, Sardonyx. Although I certainly like the song, its inclusion on White Label, which released just months ago, is still in rotation, so it's hard not to feel like this song sticks out oddly in the track listing, even if stylistically it fits perfectly in where it does sit. I just wish they would have kept it off White Label, but maybe I'll feel differently a year from now when both releases have aged, and I can just take that song for what it is in the context of I Told Bessie, and maybe I'll feel a bit differently. But that aside, I Told Bessie astonished me. And it somehow surpassed the almost unreasonable expectations I had going into it. You know when artists have big gaps in their catalogs, one might assume that they spent most or at least a large part of this time between releases conceptualizing and recording their actual next follow-up album. However, in the case of Elucid and his six-year gap between his last true Backwoods release and this album I Told Bessie, we all know what he's been doing. He's been as active as anyone in the industry, with many Arm & Hammer albums, joint projects with other artists like The Lasso and Rap Ferreira, as well as other smaller solo projects and features. Yet with all of that clear evidence of Elucid's very prolific last six years of work being spent on other music not named I Told Bessie, I still feel like I Told Bessie sounds like he legit spent every day of these past six years finally tuning this album specifically. Because from beats to flows to lyrical concepts, it all fits together so naturally. I Told Bessie is elucid at his absolute best. There's nothing left to prove anymore. He's one of the best rappers to ever grace a mic. And as for you weirdos out there, I really hope that you, after listening to this album, can now finally do the impossible and understand what Elucid is saying, or at the bare minimum, differentiate his voice from Woods' voice when they're on the same song, You Clowns. So there we have it, another episode of the Rap Music Plug podcast presented by QLC TV. I hope this episode gave you some new perspectives and insights into what the greatest art form known to man in hip-hop music has to offer. If you want to support the show in the most meaningful way possible, it would be my absolute honor to have you as a patron in the new Rap Music Plug podcast Patreon. Through this Patreon, you will be getting exclusive content such as bonus episodes, exclusive album recommendations, exclusive playlists, early access to episodes, and more. And above all though, you will be able to support the show directly in a way that will not only justify the crazy amount of time I spend on this show already, but allow me to cover some of the expenses related to supporting all of these great artists that we cover on the show 
through the website and will allow us to sustain and build on this amazing growth that the RMPP has experienced recently. Big shout out to Dano of Free Music Empire, Levi, Mahima, Jeff, Mitch, Dash Lewis, Pancake Cleaner, Trey, Noah, Justin, Brandon, Joe, Gavin, Matt, Teddy Faley, Jackson, Kian, Slumber Logic, Fatman Tomb, and Khalid for your generous support through the Patreon. I really appreciate it. So if you have any questions about any of the Patreon stuff or just want to keep tabs on the show, interact with me on rap music and all the great stuff that we can talk about, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at rapmusicplugpod or shoot me an email at qlctv.podcast at gmail.com. You can also rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe on YouTube and Spotify as well. But that's enough self-promotion for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Peace.